0: the barefoot
1: punter because statistics are the best the barefoot punter because you
2: don't
0: need footwear to bet. welcome back to the barefoot punter i'm your host as always the mug your co-host the logical one we take our inspiration from the barefoot investor but instead of giving you investment advice we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2021 afl and nrl season and it's a big welcome back to the program to
2: the logical one Thanks, Mug. It's good to be here. i have just having a bit of a thought there on that intro. I think we've got to rejig that and put the, the Pope into it. It's like he's such a big element of it. Like, it's the co, you know, somehow we've got to rework that and have the Pope in there.
0: Well, at, at about this
1: time, we should say hello and welcome to the program to the Pope. Thanks, Mug. And you can hear it in your voice today. West Coast getting hammered on the weekend. Feel a bit of vindication from you. Shoulders are back, chest is out. you Voice sounds a little bit different. Maybe a bit of relief there after what you saw on the weekend, just vindicate what you've been saying for the last month. Well, I don't know about
0: uh, that, Pope, but I tell you, my voice probably does sound a bit better because we're back on the microphones. We're back in the studio this week and it's good to be all back together. This is the first time in about four weeks that we haven't been on Zoom call. So uh, good to see you fellas and uh, and good to have a chat about what's been
2: going on. And a, and a nice, level, balanced betting round of NRL I see. The first one in a long time so I'm really looking forward to that. Absolutely we've
0: just come out of state of origin Pope and uh and now come into a uh, a full set.
1: Yeah and been a fast moving day we've got a new premiership favourite on the back of a long-term injury to Nathan Cleary today so a lot of news to cover later in the show.
2: Okay and we we're here on the AFL world we've only got uh six games to choose from at the time of print they're still trying to work out some of the venues at the moment so we can only really look at the, the six games that the, the um, bookies are uh, offering at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's all happening logical and, and wow, it's, it's you know, we're, we're based in Melbourne. I know we have a few interstate listeners, but uh, we're based in Melbourne and it feels – strange uh, being the ones that aren't in lockdown. <laughs> you know, everyone else is, uh, is locking down around us and it's thrown the, um, the round into a bit of chaos, but it does seem they're going to get it all away and, and games are going to happen. And one way or another, we're going to see some footy on the weekend, which, um, uh, you know, we're all, all looking forward to. Well, the weekend just went biological. We saw um, some good footy, but it wasn't from the expected games. You know, we had those really doggies versus West Coast. We had Brisbane versus Cats. They were sort of billed as the Big games, but they they were visitors in the end.
2: Yeah, the dogs were highly impressive. They've they've proven themselves against a good side now in the West. It helped that there wasn't a crowd there, and it probably helped because that it was wet. But all credit to them, they absolutely smashed West Coast through the middle of the ground. Yeah,
0: and their main man uh, absolutely flying. And I don't know if we want to talk about that now. Logical, um, the Bont. He was already. Um, the number one fave on, on the first line of betting, I'm pretty sure about 375 before the weekend's game, and now after the weekend, I think he had 26, 29 possessions, three goals, and he's been crunched into 280, 287, depending where you're shopping. What's your thoughts on that? I know we've had a few questions from the from the listeners. Our uh, producer here, Pete. Uh, who, by the way, if you're looking for a horse racing tipster, he is WA's finest racing tipster. Go to themailbag.com.au, get involved, follow Pistol. He gets it done. Um, But he's had a question uh, from, from a few people about the Brownlow medal. How do you see it?
2: This year's Brownlow medal is different to what we've been seeing in the last few years, which is good, because the last few years we've had runaway winners and runaway favorites that are in odds on at this stage of the year we've had neil we've had dusty we've had danger we've had mitchell so it is still open and the difference to this Pally this year is he's playing in a team that is surrounded by other players playing really well that do take mm. or potentially could take votes off them yep. whereas dusty didn't really have anyone around him mitchell didn't have anyone really getting votes off him that time yep. and last year neil had a few but not so many not so many but Bond is playing so well that he's 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 be- going better than all those other guys even Bailey Smith played well on the weekend Jack McRae's still getting plenty plenty of it you know Trelaws missed missed a few games now but there's a lot of other vote getters out there but Lib- was really good early I think that they've got a really easy draw which going forward and I didn't have him on f- in leading the Brownlow to this point until just this week so I've got him leading the Brownlow the other guys that he's competing against, Oliver, oh, mm. Petrarca, Wines. Well, Oliver and Petrarca have got the same problem as Bont. They've got a lot of stars in their team. They're not those standout, dusty, endangered types that are just going to – they're in for such a big percentage of their team's votes. So Bont is the, – in the fact that he's not that only sort of real dominant vote-getter is, is, you know, that's negated by the fact that the guys around him are in the same sort of situation – and the, one, the only one that's really not like that is Dusty, but he's a fair way back now. So could you see this – so for the last few years,
0: um, we've had pretty high counts. Could you see this count returning back to around that sort of 20, 21, 22 mark perhaps with, oh, with
2: these balanced sort of uh, – I don't know whether we're going down that low, okay. but I think it's just – it's closer. But it's, it's not going to be those 35s and those sorts of things. I would say that I still think Oliver's probably better value than Bont at the price. But Bont's clearly the right favourite, and he's in a good spot to win it. I'm not not rushing out to back that $2.80 at the moment. Yeah, and the one question
0: I had for your logical, it, uh, you know, with the Western Bulldogs season now fairly well set up, I mean, they're probably going to – they might even take the minor, the way their draw is, is looking. They play Melbourne. That's probably their only – when you look down that list, that's probably the only really – big game that they've got that one against the Dees, Do they potentially start throwing him forward for a couple of quarters to have a bit of a rest? Do they even think about giving him a spell? Is that something that comes into your calculation with the Brownlow at all?
2: Oh it's a little bit. But you're he probably he's probably trying to be a mind reader there a little bit too much. yep They could do that, but he's still going to get plenty of good games against plenty of soft opponents with their draw. Which leads into one of the other things I want to talk about, minor premiership. We're on we're on the D's for the minor premiership. The dogs are 275 for the minor premiership. I actually looked at their draw and I've looked at Melbourne's draw. I've looked at some some modelling. The dogs are a good value now for that minor premiership. And yep. I think a saver is there at the 275. I think they should be slight odds on for that minor. They were in a really good spot. So I'll be backing the dogs to sort of to, to make a book for that, for that minor premiership because I think they're in a – and the Ds aren't playing very well and they've got some really tough games. They've got the Dogs again. They've got the West Coast away. They've got Geelong down at Geelong and they've got Port Adelaide as well. So they've got a really tough draw. And
0: your betting strategy there, do you um, go back hard enough the other way so you've got sort of an equal book or do you, you're still putting most of your eggs into the Melbourne basket? What, what, what's your play oh, there? I'll leave think?
2: that up to the, to the, to the individual. Um, you know, what, what about yourself, Mug? What will you do there? You're, oh. you're you're just a green man. You're a very yeah. I like I like the, a, I like the, like the green up. <laughs> 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 that's uh, that'll be my strategy.
0: Is uh, is just to go back a bit the other way and get that green book uh, going. But uh, but I know you like to uh, just just play it a bit harder than that. So um, oh, well, that's a good tip up for the listeners. And um, and I I thought a little bit that myself actually. I thought dogs. Geez, they got a good run home here, and they that game against Melbourne um, is going to be really interesting uh, to uh, to have a look at. All right, some good chat there. Logical. Um, what about some bad beats? Did you see any on the weekend?
2: There wasn't too many around on the weekend. I think we, we, you know, there was a lot of talk about that free kick in the Fremantle Collingwood game. The, they have the fifty. I think you'd be a bit annoyed if you backed the Pies there, but the Pies, you, they were still the favourites for the game. And I think they, they ended up losing that by a it's goal. Points or yeah. Something. So, yeah. so there's a bit of a, still a bit to play out, but it was a pretty, pretty, uh, you know, controversial free kick and 50 there near the end of the, or oh, start of the last should, quarter. Should, should the player get
0: a bit of uh leeway if he goes spare when the umpire's made a mistake? Does he get leeway there? Or is it, uh, or yeah. is it still, if you go off, you go no, off and you, you get off, the free kick? Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I, th- that is the free kick I, I do get a bit annoyed with. I think that, the umpire's a real trigger-happy on a player if he hasn't got his eyes on the ball, even if he hasn't touched the player. And it's, you see it often, they actually defend well, but because they haven't got their eyes on the ball, the down umpire can be a bit trigger happy, and the
0: other one, a little bit similar to perhaps that Collingwood game, was was maybe Essendon head to head. Like there was a couple of stinkers uh, there late. Should have been a holding the ball. Um, there was another. There was another couple that were a bit questionable towards the end there. So maybe the uh, the Essendon supporters and backers might have been feeling. A, you would have still got the line, but maybe you're feeling a little bit ripped uh, about the head to head. We might. I you know. know hold on. D-
2: we just you didn't you didn't sort of talk about you 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 know you. West Coast now that bold prediction that they wouldn't win the flag at, you know 20 to 1 <laughs> now being probably looks like it's going to be justified they, they they did get smashed up on the weekend But to be fair magno you did seem well last week you did you liked the um you're pretty keen on the kangas and you're pretty keen on the dogs so you were, uh you were seeing them pretty well last week um yeah, so uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I, I actually, uh, I actually was hoping that the Eagles would win. I've got a big hole uh, on the doggies for the premiership, so yeah. that would have helped balance that out a little bit. So, um, oh look, it didn't really worry me uh, either way. But uh, Pope, what about? I know we didn't have much NRL, but we did have a big weekend of state of origin football. We had the women's on Friday night. We had the men's on Sunday night. Did we see some bad beats over there?
1: We might have seen a bad beat in the women's game actually 6 all late in the game in Queensland got a penalty to In front of the sticks that gave him the win late in the match, so we saw it there But we we might get in a same game angle again here this week in the men's origin on Sunday night mug that uh, Brian To'ol, Penrith's man was very very popular in the same games I can attest to and him not scoring when you've got the Fox going over Turbo and Luttrell he was the missing leg in what would have cost a lot of same games for customers on Sunday night. So that's two weeks in a row of the same game. But Brian not crossing the strike would have would have knocked out a lot of same games,
2: unfortunately. What for about customers. the punters that backed Luttrell for the medal? I think they could feel themselves a little bit stiff there, couldn't they? It's
1: a good call. And if you back Lattrell two games in a row, you probably feel a bit hard done by not to get one of the two. He's been a close second in both matches thus far. So over the series so far, he's he's been exceptional. So if you've Backed him in the two games and you've come away with no chocolates. Then that's pretty hard done by because he's been very good and a close second in, in both.
2: Well, do you know what price he got into in the run?
1: Yeah, he was in, in about dollar thirty, dollar thirty-five $1. in the 35
2: run. In the run for man of the match. Yeah, backed him at what price? Like ten dollars or something. And yeah, pretty gets him much dollar thirty and doesn't win it. Jesus, stiff there. He yeah, set yeah. up the game early.
1: Yeah, very standout first half. Like that intercept. couple of really standout players to strip pretty hard dumb boy not to not to have walked away with, with that one in that game and same in game one he was picking with turbo for a fair portion of game one in the run as well so good call from your logical one
0: that's uh, just going back to that women's game on Friday night uh, Pope gee that's brutal stuff watching those girls go at it I, I watched a bit of that and um, gee that's they have a crack logical they they absolutely bust in those girls and there was a couple of times I just thought wow They're they're having a red hot go. I, I don't know if the is the nrl like that normally or did they step it up another level for the uh, for the origin
1: Now the physicality is quite Stark in the nrlw and origin when you get those games you You go a long period without seeing a women's game too. like the last last game was back in the last year, so it is a shock to the system how how hard and how intense they are in that forum, I guess they only get the NRLW seasons generally be four week comp they get five games a year in with an audience with to showcase their skills. So that probably amplifies that, but yeah, it's quite
2: intense those those games, and it is the
1: best of the best. So you are getting the best version of the women's game in in those Origin matches.
2: Yeah, I, I heard an interview with one of the girls. They asked her, "Did they feel you know a bit bit um, disappointed that they didn't get to showcase the game for three games like?" state of origin men's she said we're actually not pro we're so banged up from those games we actually we actually don't mind that we <laughs> only get the one of them because we've got to go to work on the monday and we're just so banged
0: up <laughs> that would be after walk <laughs> and i tell you pope the other thing i was pretty impressed with too was in those wet conditions like i've seen more fumbles in a men's game they actually held the ball pretty well in that
1: uh, in that wet game i thought too yeah like, like a lot of women's sports probably the year-on-year development that you see is is pretty impressive year to year that the quality really increases and saw that again the other night compared to origin, which was in November last year that in the seven months since it's really increased in sound again, which is probably the case for AFLW women's cricket. You've seen that year on year that the quality is going up at a a pretty rapid rate from um, the versions you see previously.
0: Good for uh, good for sport, good for the women, and good for betting. Uh, more markets to uh, to get stuck into. <laughs> All right, Logical, are you ready to do some games? Yes, sure I am. We're going straight to Sunday, Logical, and it's down at GMHBA. A w- bit of a weird posting, this one, but we've got Sydney taking on West Coast down there. Sydney, uh, West Coast, pretty much pick them. It's been a bit of back and forth, depending where you shop.
2: Um, but, um, yeah, pretty much a pick a market here. What do you see? I think the South Melbourne Swanee supporters would get down to jam HBA and get behind them a bit. So they should have a bit of a home crowd advantage. In terms of the ground... What about the boot? Does he get down? I don't think he will. The, uh, the mug's talking about my my dad who used to play for for the South Melbourne Swans. He's a big Sydney man. No, he, I don't shout think he'll... Shout out to the He's a good 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 friend of the program and a long time listener <laughs> to the boot. So shout out to the boot. Yeah, I don't think he'll be making it down to Geelong. But you never know. Um, I think the ground size... I don't think it particularly suits anyone, but the thing that springs to mind is that hiding that West Coast got down there earlier in the year, and they they've not very consistent at the moment. They're going to lose Liam Ryan. and But Sydney, I thought, were quite good in their loss against Port Adelaide. However, in saying that, I had these rated a lot bigger gap than what – so basically a neutral g- ground. I had West Coast rated still a lot higher than Sydney coming up to last round. So I – I just couldn't be on Sydney, um, but I'm just I'm a bit worried about West Coast at the moment after what they dished up. But but it's, I think that West West Coast were poor, but I thought dogs were just amazing on the weekend. So that's probably more the the reason for that result. So if it gets a bit further out, I'll probably be going for West Coast, but I couldn't be back in Sydney at that price.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to be having a little go at Sydney here, logical. I think the Pope uh, says it from time to time. Um you know the West Coast. We've seen it last year. They get a bit suky when uh, when they have the old COVID problems, and um, and they don't like it going against them. And uh I almost feel now that they're starting to just realise that their season's a bit gone, and I'm just wondering if the motivation is there for those guys. We saw on the weekend, Sydney, no troubles with motivation there. They were all in on that game, um, the the big Budweiser. So going back to what the Pope says, um, at that pick and price, I'm willing to find out. So uh, so I'm going to have a little tickle on Sydney there. Straight after that game down at GMHBA, we're going straight to the MCG. Collingwood taking on the Saints. Uh Collingwood uh $1. 79 Saints 207 and pretty solid in the market 3 um and a half line here logical what are you seeing here
2: Well was, the Saints won really ugly the other the other night but when Marshall plays they are such a better Aren't team they, they had they the two rucks they play so much better Pies were pretty pretty okay against Fremantle but just you know didn't really elevate themselves of where they've been most of the season, I rates and Kilda higher, except the MCG does favour the pies, but uh, not enough for me to be liking them. So I, I do quite like the Saints here. So I'll be backing the Saints. Ooh, okay, that's uh, that's interesting. I didn't have a bet here myself
0: in this one. What about my man, Logical Luke Dunstan? I potted him the other week, and he, we've been getting potted by some of our favourite players this year. He's really come out and uh, performed quite well was on the weekends. His-
2: Probably his best game that probably I've seen. Of his career, it I right reckon. was not it? <laughs> yeah. He tagged and he got ball and he kicked goals. He even snapped a goal in a low-scoring match. I think
0: Pies uh, will get back to Goey after his suspension. They will. And um, I didn't probably see enough of that the Pies game on the weekend to see how Grundy and Adams went. But they may be starting to get the... Their players back together a little bit there, but um, I think Saints will get back Billings and maybe a couple of others as well. I don't know whether getting Billings (laughs) back is a good thing for them. Yes, I know. You're not a big rap for (laughs) Billings, I know. Um, But no, it should be a good game. I mean, it's pretty uh, evenly rated in the marketplace, so hopefully a good watch on the Sunday afternoon. And then the last game of the round, uh, we've got the Western Bulldogs taking on North Melbourne. Very short. The dog is here. $1.04 and uh, coming back the other way, North Melbourne, $11. This one opening up around about that 44 and a half and uh, skipping out to as big as $51.5 at one point. I think just trimmed up a little to $50.5. This could be an absolute bloodbath, Logical. Are we thinking a hundred points? What do you see here?
2: Yeah, my sources tell me that the mugs been having a little tickle on the minus early on in this week in this game. Western Bulldogs smashed them for the first game they played earlier this year. Western Bulldogs is probably the best team in the comp at the moment. Western Bulldogs are beating up weak sides. Everything says Western Bulldogs, Western Bulldogs. This is what I love. This is where it just gets a bit too far. And I think the Kangas, I've seen some signs the last few weeks. It's probably those one, one of these ones that you might get head-to-head on the Kangas at around $20 on Betfair near the jump of the game. And I'll be having a little bit of a bet on it. It's one of those games where people say, you're an idiot, what are you backing them for? Nothing leads to say that they can win the game. But when you're at Marvel and you've got two sides, just that one side's starting to play okay and Western Bulldogs coming back from the wet in a tough game against West Coast with some letdown factor because that was their big game. I think that... This is where I say, oh, I like, quite like all those scenarios and I'll be backing the, the Kangas a little bit head-to-head. Head-to-head and line
0: or you just have a little nibble at the head-to-head at the price? I'll
2: probably head-to-head. I'll have a think about the line a bit
0: more. And uh, and logical, is that a um, back-to-lay strategy? Like would you look at that at a half-time and go, geez, if they've managed to keep in contact that you might consider taking a bit back the other way or you just, you just just you just roll the dice at the start and go, you know what, $20, that's a massive price. I'm happy just to have my bet. And
2: you may trade out, so I don't know. Like, say, on um, St Kilda, Richmond on the weekend, I backed uh, St Kilda at the start of the game. I had a little teeny bit back at some part of the game just to green up a little bit. Um, one of my, one of the judges I'm a good friend of, he was quite keen on Richmond in, in play, so I thought, oh, well, if he thinks they're value, then I might have a little bit back. So I'm, I'm maybe if the scenario presents, but I'm not really looking for that. If I'm going to back the handicap, I might back that half-time line. I think in this game too, yeah, because okay. the Kangaroos can probably going to go better in the, for yeah. the first half.
0: Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't really have a lean um, one way or the other in this one. I mean, I did, I did take a little nibble at the 44 just because I did feel that market was going to come from and it was going to get out a bit bigger so i just you know take a bit of a free hit back the other way and see what happens if it lands in the middle then uh, happy days uh, if not play on and nothing lost nothing gained so um i don't really have a, a strong sense you could argue two different things you go well geez that's a massive line i might as well just have a play but the other side of it i sort of think geez, north melbourne after that wind maybe they're A bit happy with themselves, boys might have got together, had a few beers, had a bit of a relax, because they would have really wound themselves up for that game. Now they come up against a rampaging dog, so the dogs just absolutely blow them away. But to your point, logical, which is well made, coming back from WA after a a heavy game in the wet, which they would have emotionally had to invest into themselves, do they then also have that let down? So uh, you could make cases both ways, but um, yeah, I I won't really be having a, a bet in that one. All right, logical. That's uh, excellent AFL chat. It's time now to talk some NRL with the Pope.
2: NRL round 16. So that's the first time this year that we've both got both codes up to the same round. That means we've only got nine more rounds of NRL left and seven of AFL, so we're really churning through the season. So round 16, Pope, the first game you want to talk about was on Thursday night, Storm Love the Thursday and Friday night. Time slots, that's at the SCG. Sydney Roosters versus the Storm. The Storm are ten and a half point favourites. How are you seeing this one?
1: Moved to Newcastle to neutral venue, part of the COVID implications that have beset NRL
2: this week. So crowded Newcastle. Oh, so this is actually moved to, to Newcastle. Yep. Okay, so been, l- just looking at top sports site, they haven't. Is that, was that a late change? Was it not? Not only new information, oh, really? <laughs> it's about okay. a week and a half old, but <laughs> yeah. um, that's in Newcastle with, with
1: the crowd, so there is going to be atmosphere there that helps so That when I first looked at this game, logical one, I thought I like the roosters in this. Just the factors that go in Storm are missing players too. Harry Grant, who missed Origin the other night, he's missing again. Nelson Asafa Solomon is out as well, so I thought that would be a factor. But the deeper I've looked into it the more I just can't go past the storm. As we've touched on, covered in 11 of the last 12 and they've missed Harry a lot of the time. So, And as I looked into it further, it just their system's so strong that players coming in here doesn't seem to have a massive effect. And to the other side of the equation, Roosters have only covered two of their last six. So they're sneakily not going that well. And in that, they've conceded 29 points per game on average. And they lost to the Broncos, which, is, which hasn't aged well from a few weeks ago. Since then, Broncos have been been hammered and they also just go over line against the Titans who are just going as well.
2: So sneakily, Roosters aren't travelling great. I just can't go past the storm here. 11 of the last 12. I know we go on about this a lot. My brain's not quick enough and not sharp enough to work out that mathematically, but when you've got 50-50 lines, the, the, the percentage chance of them covering 11 of 12 is enormous. I don't know what that price would be, but it's just – an Unbelievable feed. I've never seen anything like that in betting before
1: and these aren't even close most of the time they It's a couple of weeks ago now feels like a long time But they put on it scored 66 in their last game, which I think we might have only covered briefly like They're they're just humming along and it, it doesn't matter who's in that team that they just plug a bloke into To play the role that he's allocated and away they go. So they're they're flying um, we'll touch on it now they are now premiership favorites as a result of some other news today and if you're do like them. is the time to get on, I think. If they cover this line, the, the current price won't be there for too much longer over the weekend.
2: And I actually, I do know just the guy, the modeler, he's the one. So I might get him to do that, some research during the week and come back to us on what actual the price of that occurring was. And on that, he sent through his prices this afternoon and the model's caught up quite uh, significantly on the storm and doesn't really have much of a lean on this match. So that's a, another good thing to see.
1: Yeah, the, the other factor here too, to... Uh, Keen Observers the other night would have noticed James Tedesco carrying bandage in his hip pointer from a ongoing injury too. So there's slight upside I think that he is some chance of missing the game. The late withdrawals post-origin, a bit different from a Sunday origin to a Wednesday, but there's still a bit upside there that he might not play, which would make that minus out the gate
2: if, if he doesn't play. So there's, there's a bit of upside there as well. Yeah, and it's still a Sunday to Thursday, it's not a short turnaround. Yeah, exactly. Okay, the second game we wanted to talk about this round was on Friday night at 7.55 at Panthers Stadium. Penrith Panthers $1.53 versus the Parramatta Eels 2 dollars and five and a half point favourites. How are we seeing this one, Pope?
1: First of all, this is our mailbag.com.au market move of the week, logical one. This was minus 10.5 last night. Cleary having an extended hiatus has seen this come in and then that's been doubled down by no crowd at Lubet Stadium for the game, too. Soon this coming into minus five and a half. We're, we're going to find out a lot about the short term NRL Premiership in this game with their Cleary. What did Penrith look like? Sands, their captain and, and best, probably second
2: best player in the comp, I behind Turbo. Yeah, so he's the second best player in the comp and he moves at five points. Is that right?
1: Yeah, he moves. he's moved this line five points as the market has it, which feels probably about right with a question mark that let's see what this looks like going forward they do get the remainder of their origin contingent back so it's a little bit different to what the penrith version that they lost their two games prior were with, with their origin players so if they all play we're going to see a little bit different where penrith's at and this is going to be the template going forward for at least the next six weeks or so with cleary out so whether he's out for the season with a dislocated shoulder from Origin or not is is up in the air. We find a bit more coming days, but they do get the remaining players back. How that system holds up, without Cleary, we'll be, we'll be finding out Friday night. And there is a question mark over Parramatta in this whole conversation too, that they are flat-track bullies probably is a fair moniker for them at the moment, that they go missing against a good side. So really interesting game Friday night and surprise. I probably think it, it feels about right, but I, I can probably get it a bit more towards Parramatta, I could probably get a bit more as four, but for me, it's it's in the ballpark of what's right. With a real watch to what transpires on
2: Friday. Okay, and for the update is the modler. He's come out and he makes this game basically 50-50. So he's saying that he he quite likes um the, Pan- the Parramatta there, and
1: he's been right far more often than he's been wrong this year. So that i for the listeners, I'd take that on board
2: and probably try your luck with Parramatta at the two sixty or so head to head yeah, at the moment. You haven't got a lean, and he does likes it. So yeah. And then the last game is Saturday afternoon at 5.30 at GIO Stadium. One of our favourites, the Milk. Canberra Raiders, $1.40 taking on Gold Coast Titans at two ninety. It's a seven and a half point handicap. I'll be, uh, you've been on the Milk a lot this season. It's a big test for you here. How are you seeing it, Pope? Head rules the heart in this one, logical one, where
1: going nowhere near the Milk at minus seven and a half this week. These two teams are probably the biggest underachievers. This year Titans and Canberra and you could say they're both poor sides and can't go near Canberra at the minus seven and a half here They've won two of their last ten and the two sides have beaten her sitting 15th and 16th on the ladder so They're too short for mine. Gold Coast Said are underachievers and haven't been going that well But if you dive a little bit deeper into their recent form they Ran storm within a converted try a month ago lost by six lost by one against the Roosters who are 5th or 6th, best side in the comp, and they led by 16 and a half time against a turbo-charged Manly a couple of weeks ago. They did then go and concede 48 in the second half, but we'll leave that out of, <laughs> out of the conversation and look at the other five halves of football. Is there, a,
2: is there a questionable player for the Gold Coast in this game?
1: There's, not as far as I know, so if anything have got a player back, an origin rep from last year, Alexander Brimson, comes back, they get the remainder of their origin contingent, if they all play it, they are a fickle team, Gold Coast, but it's at the price really attractive and I think we'll be betting margins here as well, That the 13-plus if they get in a roll. The one aspect of NRL this year is with the minus, if you're back in the minus, is the team gets on a roll-on. The, the better team, the team that's the favourite, Canberra stop. They they don't play second half, they, they've won one in their last 10 second halves. So you can't apply that to the milk, I just can't go past the Titans here at the price, even though they are. Um, fickle and up and down in their performance, it's just too too much to go past. If they get on a roll, on I'd really like the thirteen plus as
2: well. So the Pope is not backing against the Milk, which is big in itself. He likes the Titans. Tick the Modeler, He makes this game flipped on its head. He makes the Titans a dollar forty favorite. This is chips all in on the Titans. This is a great one for the listeners. Doesn't see it. Doesn't sound great when you're saying chips <laughs> all in on the Titans if you've seen them play this year. But
1: said they. – we're in unison here on this one. This, you can see this moving, so I'd, if we're thinking this way, I think there's others in the market who also be thinking this way, so yep. probably early
2: bet for this game as well. Yeah, good. that's a good. good suggestion. All right, well, that's, uh, that wraps it up for the games. Anything else that you'd like to talk about in the NRL that you can see out there,
1: Pope? No, the main one that we've probably touched over, glossed over quickly is we've seen a flipping of premiership prices today, so... Melbourne Storm are the standout favourites now at around most bookmakers 260 to 275 on the back of the Cleary news out for a long gated period of time. That's pretty pretty big shift in a, in a market across what's occurred for one player. So that that's big news and this time next week when we have the conversation again, I think what transpires this weekend is a bit of watch and see how this all pans out with Melbourne, Penrith especially, so this could be a very different conversation in seven days' time.
2: Yeah, and just a question without notice. Um, Origin three, I haven't even had a look at the prices. I th- I was asking you during the week. Is that the best New South Wales Origin t- side that we've ever seen, or seen in the last twenty years? What was the price there, and what do you think about that?
1: It was minus nineteen and a half dollar, ten dollar twelve. Come in slightly in the back of the clearing, you. So he's going to be missing Origin three. It's a, it's moved two or three points. I with much trepidation. There is upside in, in Queensland with those factors. The The record of the team who's going into a dead rubber, having lost a series, is actually quite quite impressive and we'll go into that in future weeks. Stadium Australia's a different surface to Suncorp and Townsville. It Won't be quite conducive to taking football and you're without Cleary as well. So there are some factors there that I think we'll look at the, the big price again, but we got burned the other night for the subscribers to the mailbag so we, we might have to take a, bit, a bit, bit of time off. to consider it we do but there, there are some things there that may say that one that price could move and two that the current price is has some attraction for the maroons
2: as always pope immaculate really good to have you here and uh, we'll get the mug to sign us off
0: i was always going to suggest that logical signs us off i don't think we've ever had it before come on logical
2: give oh, us one no, give us even, one i can't even remember it. <laughs>
0: Gamble
1: responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.